How are we doing, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of FSI's NASCAR DFS Pick Show. I'm your host, TK Nation 47, joined with Mega Roller 31. Mega, welcome to Indie Week for the Cup Series. Tell us what we learned today in the Xfinity race. We learned that we hate Pocono last week. And, yes. and we learned that, that, that you can finish third and win a race. Yeah. <laughs> and that some, like, snitch really hates Joe Gibbs racing. And that uh, uh, Denny Hamlin's just as bad as Ross Chastain. So we learned a lot from Cup last week. From Xfinity today, um, I don't think it's going to be the same because I don't think you're going to have one person go out there and dominate like AJ did. Um, I think we learned a lot about Ty Gibbs. Uh, yeah. He, he kind of struggled today, made some mistakes. Um, AJ was over to, able to overcome pit mistakes. Yeah, uh, I think it was pretty clean racing. I think we learned that the course is um, in really like good it. shape. Yeah, yeah, it didn't seem like there were any mechanical issues or failures or anything um, that nature. I did watch a little bit of practice and qualifying, and I saw like you know Corey mm -hmm. LaJoy spinning out everywhere and Denny Hamlin missing like turns, and so yeah, Denny struggled. So, so yeah. I, I think I think this is going to be a race where we're probably going to play very few guys up top. It's going to be almost be like a plate race. We're going to not going to play anybody down at the bottom because they're all putrid except for about two or three of them. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to live in the twenties here. Yep. Yeah. We'll get into that. I just wanted a couple of quick talking points you already alluded to. Um, Pocono was just an outrageous experience. Um, not much for DK, but just the viewing experience. We did have the, the weird tape on the bumper on the front, I think it's the front right and front left in between the seams of the car. I don't know. They tried they to explain a, it. They sent out a memo understand. warning against it on like Wednesday. Like they knew yeah. that like some teams were going to try it. Yeah. And then I heard that they ripped off the tape before they even got to the inspection area and were like, aha. So, I mean, it seems like a little bit of a conspiracy there. But yeah, There is a lot of conspiracy going on. But either way, Chase has announced the winner. <laughs> Denny has the trophy. None of it makes any sense to me, and I hate that for NASCAR because it just cl clouds the the whole event in a nutshell. And Pocono, the race itself, wasn't that bad. No, you know, it just I'm that puts, crashes. Yeah, uh, man, I don't know if we're gonna see that every year with the next gen car, but man, that was yeah, interesting, interesting uh, uh, dynamic there with that, and we have tight straightaways here at Indy. So I'm not sure what we're going to see with this, but we don't want to spend too much time on recap and whatnot. The, um, well, the one thing I think we really need to is, I we got to see what kind of tire they bring here because yeah. they were flat spotting tires in the Xfinity oh, race every really bad. 20, and 20 these, these tires are so thin that we've seen issue after issue that right. I just, I, again, so that makes me like fearful for like the, um, usual suspects like Larson and Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, just, yeah. yeah. First name come to mind. Stenhouse, yeah. um, you know, guys like that. Yeah. All right. So we'll take all this information. Let's conjure it up here into, um, I don't know. Let's. You want to start with the top? Yeah, we'll, start, we'll just start with the top and just and, and, and go straight through. Okay. So I, I like Reddick. I know you don't have him here as like a, uh, no, you know, Acceler you know, really, really good road course driver, and that's fair. He did win Road America. The car, I think it's the same. Um, terrible Sonoma. Sonoma. Well, he lost. Really his, he he had a pit error, 
and then he lost his brakes. He was doing decent in that one. So that 35 is kind of, if you see on the screen, I was nice enough to actually put the different uh, finishing like that. spots yeah. there. Yeah, that's really, really good info. Yeah, Reddick looks like a really good car. I think he just really nailed qualifying. I, I wouldn't consider him to be the AJ Allmendinger of this yeah. cup race. I think he just had a really good qualifying run. He did two laps. He had a lot of wear off on his tires. It really made the difference when it came to qualifying. I wouldn't say he has the car to beat. He does have track position. We know that's very, very uh, key into leading laps. There are only 82 laps, though. So it's not a big thing. Finishing the race in the right position and starting it in the right position is what we're going to be keying on here. Um, I, I think Reddick is a good cash play. I don't think he'll be in my cash lineup, but I think he's a good play, and I think he'll be in my player pool. He does have a win, so he is safe. So he probably would be going for the win and not worrying about stage points here also. Correct. So Right. Yeah, he's in. He needs points, though. Yes. I mean, you got to think of it like – there's a lot of guys, a lot of different guys with wins now. So now we have to kind of readjust our playoff mentality. Like guys are starting to need playoff points regardless if they have a win. So if you don't have many playoff points, you're going to have to go for playoff points from this day forward because you don't know what's going to happen in Daytona in a couple of weeks. Right. You know, and who knows who wins this road course. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic to, to the races now that we're getting closer to playoff time. Austin Sindrick, your thoughts? Um, I actually really like him here, probably even more than Reddick. I know Reddick has the win, but if you look at Sindrick, like 7th average overall, 8th, 5th, 7th, just been fast, fastest in practice, just hasn't been able to put together to actually win the race. So I think he can definitely hang up in the top five. So I, I think he's cast viable, and you're saving like $900 here too. So, you know, just starting position, if he breaks, outbreaks them and gets out ahead of Reddick and Cindric was much better in Xfinity than Reddick was at road courses. I mean, it's this new road course thing for Reddick, like he's practiced a lot, but Cindric has had mastered it before him. So yeah. you could see him potentially getting out in front. Isn't it crazy that the first four drivers are all guys that were within the Xfinity race, yeah, like Xfinity years, series yeah. in less, less than two, three years. Yep. Mr. Rebell star in the Xfinity series, Chase Briscoe star in the Xfinity series. Reddick won the Daytona 500. Keep in mind, before COVID, they only ran they only ran Cup at Sonoma, Washington, Glen. There's two races a year, and most of them just bit right. their lip and did it because they had to do it. And and you had like a ton of ringers come in for it, and it, everybody else just kind of went through the motions. It wasn't until like last few years that they've had to do so many road courses and now they're bringing ex they've brought Xfinity along to every one of these road courses and now right. you're seeing these guys that are coming up really good at road courses Cindric really good on road courses Briscoe this is a home track road course that he knows so so well Bell road course ringer so to speak I mean he's really good on road courses so I like all four of these guys they're all going to be in my player pool um, if I had to rank them, I think I would go Cindric, yes. Reddick, Briscoe, yeah. Bell. Correct. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree with that. Cindric is probably the best one. Reddick, from what his recent form is. Yep. Briscoe, because it's his home track and he knows how to shift. And we've always said that's kind of advantage in this car. Bell, the only reason is the Toyotas have been like 
not really had really good speed on the road courses. So, yeah. I mean, he's been kind of the exception. And Sonoma, right. we got to throw out all the Gibbs cars because they were the ones that, that we just big, wanted big, to big, throw big. our fists through the TV because they all pitted at lap 104 because they thought the fresh tires and a caution would come out. And it I was didn't. winning thousands. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Me too. I won't forget it. Yep. <laughs> I won't ever forget it. Yep. All right, so that's enough on them uh, because we, you know, we got short on time. We, we could yep. spend all day about how interesting this top four is. Uh, Logano, I agree, fade. Yep, no part of it. Uh, Ryan Blaney, I, I'm stuck. The numbers look, look good, the, but he just looks, doesn't yeah. get it done. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, like looking I'd at probably, all the I'd other, I'd rather like... play Briscoe for sure. Yeah. I'd rather play Bell for sure. Man, the practice look good and the results don't look bad. It's just I don't think there's any. I don't know if there's any upside here. Like, no. you know, does he win a GVP if he finishes sixth? I don't. Is he I don't winning think lineup? So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. So I yeah, don't, I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't lead a lap and he just finishes like eighth or something. Does it? Does it work? I don't. I don't know. He's a good Fanduel play. Okay, there we go. We'll play him on Fanduel. Michael McDowell, seventy three hundred. I mean, awesome fam dual play, but I mean, um, he started way too far forward here. But if you look at like his averages, thirteenth, third, and eighth, like he could potentially still finish in the top ten. He's become a decent road course driver and actually an all around driver recently. Like it's been yeah. Michael McDowell Renaissance here. Um, I think if he finishes somewhere in that top ten at seventy three hundred, he's a much better play than Blaine. Like Blaine oh, and McDowell. The difference is the the price tag. Like, if they're both going to do the same thing and finish somewhere inside the top ten, I'd rather have the guy that's seventy three hundred than ninety two hundred. Oh, right? absolutely, yeah. yeah. That that's what makes sense to me. And I think McDowell in front row, and and this is the big key here: McDowell and Gillen both qualified in the top ten. It tells me they have a lot of good setups for this road course and that's what really sells me on mcdowell because i have much more faith that he is going to be more consistent in his driving chase elliott 10-6 really good on road courses have you heard yeah yeah especially these <laughs> fake road courses so yeah I, I really i think he's the top play here he's the second overall um with the three road courses they've run he's this year chastain's number one form. he's number two and and definitely i think a little bit of place differential here i think he works his way up and yeah. gets out there a chance to win it I, nothing but good things here even if he falls back a little bit you're not losing as much place differential as you are if you play like reddick for like six hundred dollars less sure. yeah no chase is in incredible form i mean you gotta ride the chase heater uh so it's a cash block for me um todd gillen too far forward like it's, it's so yeah. sad i wish he was yeah. if he was like 19th we would have been all like he would have been a lock but too... yeah. even if he was like starting 15th i still would i would even yeah. play him then but ninth you're asking a lot mm -hmm. could, his average be... is 22nd so if, if he finishes like 16th though that minus eight in your lineup doesn't do well so yeah, yeah i'm out um Kyle Bush, GPP. No. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if it's a contract year or what, but he's, he's well, like it, now there's a lot of distractions in the Kyle Bush camp. Yeah. He's technically a free agent. Doesn't look like he's going to go back, back to Gibbs. So he's kind of in no man's land. I've actually heard the rumor that if Junior buys a charter, 
he might roster Kyle Bush. I've heard this <laughs> random rumor. Yeah, I know it's we're, we're close to silly season, and right. I heard this rumor, and I about dropped my freaking, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I almost lost it because to think that Junior's first cup driver would be Kyle Bush just that makes no sense. And but it, that would be an interesting story, and I think it'd be amazing for NASCAR. So that's I, what I, I think he'd end up in like Bubba would get booted out of twenty three eleven. He'd fall down there more than anything. But or he'd um, take his brother's ride. Yeah, forty five. I don't know. Interesting but, but, stuff. But look at track. look at the finishes. He's too aggressive. He yeah. uses his car up and he cuts down tires and makes mistakes yeah. on pit road. They run here counterclockwise. It's not a natural um, way that they usually pit. So, like, 28th, 30th, 29th finishes, absolutely not. 10th in practice, don't care. Um, GPP to fade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Daniel Suarez, 9,400, recent winner at the Sonoma Raceway. Yes. So, well, um, he was first at Sonoma. He was fifth at Road America. He yeah. was 24th in um, Coda, but he had some uh, a pit penalty there. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, and he was doing well there. So right. here's the hard thing, though. I I want to fit him in my cash lineup, but I can't. No. So he, he, he was the first one in my GPP lineup just because I, I want to play him. Yeah. But I, I just could not fit him in cash. If something weird happens and, like, one of the guys in my cash lineup, like, has to start from the rear or, like, it looks like they're having mechanical problems or something and I got to switch off them, then I definitely put him in. But just I can't fit this price in. But he's a great – if you can make it work, then good. He's a great, solid play here. Yeah, I like him for GPPs for sure. 9400 is too expensive for a cash play. Um, he's an interesting play, that's for sure. He will definitely be in my roster uh, construction for GPPs. Brad Keselowski, 6800 is a is a no for me. He's a GPP. He's starting way too far forward. Like he's actually, if you take out the 33 at Road America, he hasn't been bad, and he was sixth in practice. But and keep in mind that his um, partner here on his team, Chris Busher, has really found something. I uh, was terrible at Coda, oh, yeah. but second at Sonoba and sixth at Road America. So I mean, same team. I mean, six in in um, in practice here. So. I, I, I don't want to. I can't completely feed him. I don't think I'll be playing a lot of them, but you got to leave the door open for him. Mm, in No, I'm definitely not playing the next guy. Everybody that listens to the right. show knows I don't play Harrison. But... Yes, yeah, sir. Way too far forward here. So yeah, yeah. easy fade. Eric Almarola, probably another one for me. Yeah, G- GPP to fade. Um, not mm-hmm. really a road course guy. Yeah, this next guy's a fade for me as well. Denny Hamlin, eighty nine weekend yeah. of trouble so far yeah i know i know he was going to try he almost won the race last year but it's completely different car until briscoe spun him out yeah. um but he has been horrible and slow on the road courses here he missed a yep. couple of the turns in practice i just no, I, I don't see anything really good for him and i hope a lot of people do play him oh, I hope so too. <laughs> based on like his history and not yep. looking at like current data so yep yeah, we hope that is the case. Chris Busher, uh, yes. Yeah, again, I couldn't fit him in my cash, but he also went in my GPP lineup just because I wanted to have some exposure. Just starting 16th, he's, I know practice is like 20th, but like 
you only got like five to seven laps a couple only like i think nine or ten cars got 10 lap averages so they really didn't get much time to run a lot out there but he's looked really good on this and actually yeah. i think we were down on him last road course and one of our um well because he was starting like sixth or something right and, and one of our viewers said you know what you, you you probably should play him his form has been really good and we looked back and said i guess you know he actually has been and he has done well so well, we always thought the bottom would drop out. Like right. the law of averages would come to fruition, and it just right. didn't. And and that happens. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it looks like Pusher is tailing himself into some type of road course ringer. Yeah, I, I made him. I mean, he he got he got his baby boo striped tonight. Got his baby boo. I mean, look at yeah. this. This is this is this is wild. I'm in. Um, Justin Haley, yes. Um, you don't need anymore for me i i love this play tomorrow yeah i mean a little bit far forward but uh he's been oh, pretty yeah. solid too exactly so. where i wanted him yeah i think that low ownership i mean perfect i think he could top 12 i mean that i, I he loves loves this racetrack the 31 car in colleague is not a bad car it's actually the 16 that is a really bad colleague car um, so Haley is, I, I'd rather play Haley for $2,000 cheaper than his teammate who just won the race. And that says a lot. Kevin Harvick, no. Yeah, I think you can play him in cash, though. He's been really, look at his road courses, 11th, 4th, and 10th. Everyone's going to be looking at this. And I know Kevin Harvick, there is a moment waiting to happen. I'm taking a stand here. I mean, there, nothing. none of it makes sense. I'm know? not saying he's a priority in cash, but I think... Definitely, you know, with Chase Briscoe on his team, I, I think these Stuart Haas cars have been decent on road courses this year. So I think the door's open for him in cash. Again, so I'm not saying he's a priority like some of these other guys, but I, I think he's playable there. Something's brewing, and I know it's Kevin Harvick just completely sucking tomorrow, and I'm not going to get sucked into 35% ownership. I might have like 20 or something low as like 15% ownership, but I'm not going to Yeah, get that's fine. Sucked. Yeah, I'm not going to get stuck with Harvick not showing up with a bad car set up at Indy and just the averages just kind of playing himself. Well, he was 14th in practice, so, I mean, the setup's there. He, he qualified 18th, so. Oh, he's going like... to tire for sure. Okay. <laughs> no, listen, I have I have nothing substantial to back up this claim. I'm just, I just think his ownership, I think I'm ready to, to fade a potential meltdown. Blubba Wallace, no thanks. Not even close. Hell no. Yeah, absolutely. He, he has not. finished dead last. He he even broke the eighteen car today. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he, drove didn't into finish, the he didn't even finish the Xfinity race. Yeah, no chance. The one who were supposed to practice to get better. If you're looking for a sub five percent play, right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you'll have your Bubba truthers. I mean, yeah. If you had any sense, you're not playing them. Almondinger 8200 is going to be naturally high owned. I think it could be a trap. 20th position. If I'm but, going to fade Harvick, I've got to play Almondinger. But yeah, man, it, I don't, it, I don't like Here's the thing. Cars. Here's the thing. Okay. He was leading a Coda, got mm -hmm. spun out. Want to take a guess who spun him out? Josh Dane. I already know. Yes, Chastain. So I mean, he 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 was he was doing really well there. Sonoma struggled a little bit. I think they had a, like a mechanical Just issue there, the but car. but yeah. looked really good at Road America. So two out of the ones um, 
he he's been decent in there, and I think the reason the sixteen car has struggled is because you've had Hamrick in it also. Yeah. And Hamrick's not Almondinger. Almondinger is a much superior driver. So I just he knows it. He won it last year out of nowhere. Again, it was a different car, um, but it was still the sixteen. It was still the Cully car. And I, I think that I don't think he's going to dominate, but I think, and I don't have the prime tag on him, but he's yeah. definitely going to probably be the fourth guy after these prime guys in my my lineup, just because yep. I know he knows how to drive on these courses, yep. and in twentieth he will get some place differential. Yeah, I'm Almondinger over Harvick for me at that price point, so I'm in. Chastain, yes, silly not to high owned play. He even did well in Xfinity today, yeah, like um, so well. in a really bad car, too. Yeah. Well, we're deep... not even going to get to the point where we'll talk about Bowman. <laughs> yeah. We were we were wrong on that one for Xfinity. Yeah, so Chastain really really like him here as long as, um, but he's he's the one as long as he doesn't try to take out Hamlin and screw himself in the you know for revenge for last week, but. Um, Hopefully he like revenges a dish best served cold, and hopefully he waits a couple weeks and, and takes him out like Michigan. I mean, yeah, they're probably not even, but you know, I'd wish for that to just. He said in the race. He said, uh, "I'm taking notes, and I'm going to remember this." Oh gosh! All right, well, Kyle Larson ten to. I could see. I could see this being a pretty chalky play tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, he lost a tire at Coda, I believe. And 15, a Sonoma, like he, he struggled a little bit there, but he did really well. Or was it, was it Sonoma where he raced in Xfinity? Uh, yeah, and, he won, and, I believe. No, he didn't win. Um, he won at Road America, right? No. No, he hasn't won any. He was third at Road America. But um, With the seven Ty, card, Ty yeah. Gibbs passed him at the last lap really clean. There it is. Yeah. Yes, so I mean, he he he's decent on road courses. He struggled a little bit this year. Again, if second most likely one to cut down a tire would be Kyle Larson behind Bubba Wallace. So mm-hmm. I have him as a cash play. It just makes sense, but I don't think I can fit him in my lineup. So probably I'll have some ownership, but not a ton. Like you play the next guy down and look how much you're saving. Yeah. Yeah. I. I rather play Byron um I've been doing a pretty good job of not playing too much Kyle Larson in my lineups this year and it's actually kind of been very plus EV move uh because everybody just goes to the default thought that Kyle Larson is going to dominate right or it's the same be... thing as Elliot last year like he yeah. in 20 he won he won all the road courses and last year he just couldn't sustain it, it was like the championship hangover yeah everyone thinks Larson's an auto top five yeah. and and I've just been profiting off the thought that it's not the case this year in the new car so uh William Byron 8700 yes absolutely the practice time is a little concerning but I think and the form Byron hasn't been in bad form um I'm cautious but I'm probably gonna play him yeah I I like him in cash he's not like a priority guy in in the lineup but um I think I, I like him because the same thing. If he and Larson do the same exact thing like we expect them to do and get up into the top ten, then mm-hmm. you're getting so much more point per dollar of Byron. It's almost the same play as Larson, but you're saving almost two grand. So see, I think he can only finish like fifteenth. Yeah, and that means like nine place differential points at eighty seven hundred. I could probably get higher finishing points with the sixteen car. 
So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, Cole Custer, sixty-three hundred. Um, he, he could finish where he started. Like he's he's just kind of vanilla. He's just kind of there. If he last man in <laughs> last man in your lineup, I'm fine with it. I'd like I'd rather play Haley. We, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. But I, I mean, sure, yeah, he might be in the pool, but man, he's starting a little too far forward. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., ninety six. If uh, it wasn't for that stupid pit stop in Sonoma, he would have top ten there also. Sure. And yeah. he would. Oh, that was the one. Yeah. And he would have. He he's been good in this car. Like probably besides Bell, he's probably the second best Toyota. So, and the place differential's there. So, I I think if we don't play him in cash, at least a GPP. Um, there's no way he's going to finish 25th. Right. I'm a little hesitant. I, get I don't it. really have a good read on Truex. What I do have is a theory on Gibbs, though. Like, this kid's supposed to be a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Kurt Busch is on his way out. He's about to retire. Monster energy on both cars. I mean, do we have a moment here where Ty Gibbs top five potentially i mean the car absolutely terrible but the driver it's possible right so the average here you're looking at is the average of kurt bush's car with kurt bush driving right toyotas have not been fast no and ty gibbs made some mistakes in xfinity and he didn't look great in practice in this because he's adjusting to a completely different style of car with a different shifting back and forth but here but here is the huge, the biggest variable that's going to help, help Ty Gibbs tomorrow. He is not racing for stage points. Right. Everybody ahead of him pretty much is. All, there's This isn't like Xfinity where you have about maybe 18 of the drivers are actually running for the championship and the other ones are just random fill-ins every single week. This is a bunch of regulars and all the guys that are horrible are like 31st on back. So I, I think at 7K, he makes a really good case in GBP, and I think he's got winning upside. I think that they can tailor the strategy to have him pit early, to get into that window, to set him up. He's good on running on used tires because um, I don't think it's in his mind that he has to try to save him. He's just got one speed and it's go, and he's not out there to make any friends either. So... Um, I love uh, this GPP call tomorrow. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, and I hope nobody plays him because they see like how bad he was in practice and nothing's set up right. I think it's all just because it's set up to Kurt Busch right now. He ended up finishing ninth or tenth for um, in Xfinity, well, and he got sent to the back twice with like oh, two different. He he yeah. he missed. He went over the forbidden orange corner for one of them and he had like he spun out um somebody spun him out early on in the race so twice he had to work his way back through the field so see i'm with you i'm under the impression that tomorrow might be a ty gibbs moment and i'm gonna try to profit off it joey hand 5700 it's not not exactly the worst play in the world. No, he's he might be one of the best point per dollar. I wish it wasn't a Rick Ware car, but this is probably one of the best Rick Ware cars. Yeah. But other than the 35th, um, and I don't think he was driving. I think somebody else was in a mechanical issue. Uh, the other two races, he was in the top 20. So, 
Yeah, he's decent. And you know what? He's actually started further up in some of these other races that he's yeah. finished, you know, in the 20s. And so getting a couple, you know, if he finishes somewhere around 20th or 19th, you know, those seven, seven place differential points, yeah. 5,700, I'm in. Yep. Um, Alex Bowman, amazing race today in Xfinity. Yes. Um, definitely going to take note of that. And I think he's going to be a high cash play. Yeah, Burned me last week, but I'm going to go back to him. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good if he can keep the car clean back here with all these uh, not-as-skilled drivers. Um, right. So uh, we saw one of our key guys get taken out um, today by, like, early on in the Xfinity race with, um, you know, the inex being in back with inexperienced guys. But the thing with Bowman that the commentator said was that he was – if there was more laps there, he might have been able to win that race. But the key thing is he was watching Almendinger drive this course to yep. see, like, where he had the speed, like, what, how he was handling the corners and, and kind of, like, mimicking him, which mm -hmm. I think is going to translate into success here. Uh, second at Coda, 16th at Sonoma, 12th at Road America, 10th overall. A 26 in practice, but then again, you know, they did that practice, I believe, before the Xfinity race was run. Correct. Right? Correct. So I, I think he's learned a lot, and I think it's going to really help him. I don't think he's going to win this race, but I definitely think he can get into the top 15 and 13 place differential points at 78 is great. Yeah, I think um, Bowman might start off a little slow, but by the end of the race, you're going to see him get to that spot, You know, kind of like what we saw with Brandon Jones today. Uh, yeah, Austin Dillon, sixty-seven hundred. You have him here as prime. I'm interested into hearing why. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, be besides Road America, where he got like knocked off the course, tenth in Coda, eleventh in Sonoma. He actually ran the Xfinity race today, so he got extra practice, and he wasn't bad in the mm -hmm. forty-eight car. I mean, he got um, knocked around a little bit, but he was able to to keep it pretty much on the track. I don't exactly know where he finished, but. At 6,700, he's better than a 29th place car. He's probably about 20th car. And, and still, like, there's no value down here, really. Yeah. So, like, he's pro I put him as prime play because he's pretty much the floor. Like, I'll, I'll give you a hand. Um, I, I think definitely, but there's a little bit of risk with the equipment there. But this is a Richard Childress car with an experienced driver who's top 10, two out of the three ones and had an issue in one of them that probably really wasn't his fault. And he was 12th in practice. So that all adds up to me to be a really good, solid value play. Yeah. I think the only, uh, there's only like maybe one or two others that are starting in this range. So I understand it. I'm probably going to be team Haley tomorrow, but you know, I'm going to have to have some pivots. So if Dylan's one of them, Dylan's one of them. All right, how about his brother, Ty? Uh, same. He did okay in Xfinity also, yeah. I believe. Uh, but, again, like, he's 6,000. 6, compared to all the other guys down here, it's really someone that is in a better car with better equipment that could actually, you know, even if he holds his own at 30th, it, it, it's decent at six six k So Yeah, yeah, yeah. look at but, the results. They're pretty decent. Right, and 21st place card, but now the rest of them is LaJoy. It's been absolutely horrible, spun out of the practice. Oh. Blicky um, has Maybe. not been good not, at all. Not, yeah. Cody Ware has not no. been good. 
Luis Hanselman, his car has not has broken down yeah. every single time. It's been brakes, it's been a yeah. gearbox and stuff. Yeah. Eric Jones yep. has he had one good race at Coda. The rest of the ones he's been very slow at these road courses. Practice was horrible. Yeah. But and seventy one hundred is a little bit steep, but compared to the rest of these guys. I think there's definitely some place differential, at least to get up like five or six spots. I definitely prefer Dylan here for $400 less. Um, I also preferred Gibbs. Like in GBPs, I prefer Gibbs over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But if you're looking for like, if you already have Gibbs in your lineup, you're looking for like a place differential play, then I think Jones is decent because he he has been good at road courses, just not recently in this car. And he just signed a big contract with Petty GMS. So he's yeah. going to be back in the 43. That's got to be a good feeling heading into another race. Danil Kavat. He was a Formula One driver. And I think for stopping someone that replaced him for the Red Bull team. So, I mean, he's a really, really good driver. It's just the only thing is I look at his car and he's got the second car on the Heselman's team. Yeah, and the, or Hesberg and this the first car is horrible like so like how bad and i guess the other <laughs> thing too is every time we think of the 26 car i think of jimmy spencer and the kmart car and that does yep. not exactly scream uh you know quality to me not at all <laughs> interesting i'm gonna fade team hesberg josh williams how how <laughs> why uh, out of Everybody that you could pick out of, like, like, why don't you just throw like Haley Deegan in here or somebody? Or, Seriously, or Jesse Inua, Jesse Inua, put or Kyle Weatherman, like, like, there a hundred thousand people we could have put in here, but Josh Ooh, Williams, Haley Deegan gets you some like marketing ability, like <laughs> Josh Williams. Why <laughs> bring Danica Patrick back for one race? Right, you could do anything with that car, and somebody will recognize your team. You could get even a better sponsor with somebody else like that. Just a stupid move. Ricky Stenhouse. This was a hard one. This is a hard one. He's been bad at road courses, but he has floor here. Yes, he he can't go anywhere, and there's so many cars that are (laughs) so bad. And that's what we said about Brandon Brown. Like he was driving the 47 car for Harmon, but he ended up picking up five spots because of all the other cars that just didn't even make it like five, ten laps into the race. Yep. And I I think he can do that. So in Brandon Brown, I don't think he was optimal, but definitely you know, was a really good value play. I think he had like 28 or 30 points or something like that. Yeah. At one point when I looked at him. So I think Sendhouse the same thing. No, is he going to win this race? Absolutely not. Might he finish 30th, but that that's fine. At 6,100, you kind of need that. Yeah. At 6,100, he's probably going to finish at least 10 spots ahead of where he might be the second highest owned guy here too. You have to. Yeah. You just have to swallow it. It's not going to feel good, but you got to play it. I, I he was the last guy in in cash, and I was just yep. in my lineup, and I was just trying to like figure out like the the two v twos. Like and I had the other, lose. you know, I had Elliot yep. Chastain, um, Dylan in there, and um, and then I was like flirting with like AJ and and him and like is there is there a better option flexing between the two of them i can't give you my sixth guy because then i can't no. give you the lineup but yeah. um 
So, like, just flexing between the two of them, just trying to figure out, like, who... But I, that's... I kind of... I'm, I'll sleep on it. You know, i got some time. Yeah, I like Ricky. you got to play him. All right, wrapping it up. Any last final thoughts? No, just uh, hope... Uh, stay in the 20s. Don't play too many guys up top. Place differential is the key. Yep. And um, if you have to be overweight on the value and change it around when you get to these guys in the 8K, 9K range, I think that's probably going to be a very good GPP strategy. Don't forget Ty Gibbs going to be that random top five play tomorrow. Going to make some noise in the in the Cup Series, and he's going to get the potential uh, future replacement to the 45 and the 23-11 while you know, Tyler Reddick probably gets his own new number. Who knows? I'm just speculating here, but we're almost at silly season. Be the 18, so, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy tomorrow's race at the Indy Indianapolis. And um, I think we have the Verizon 200, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Nothing crazy. But all right, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at TKNation47. You can follow him at MegaRoll31. Please like this video. Comment below with any questions you may have. You can find us on our website, fsidfs.com, or on our Twitter handle, at fsi underscore dfs. Enjoy. And also the podcast now. And, oh, podcast, I forgot. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can find us there. All right, guys, thank you, and enjoy tomorrow's race.